There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm Brown & Crouppen sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. And shine, St. Louis. It's the Ryan Kelly Morning After on KPNT FM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com with Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. 707 in St. Louis, you're listening to the Ryan Kelly Morning After from the Michelob Ultra Studios. Welcome into the Munganas, St. Louis Acura Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour. Timothy Michael McKernan, Douglas Elvin Vaughn, Kenneth Iggy Strode. The Plowhawk in action, Jackson and Doug. It's a it's a Sadie Hawkins it? of epic proportions right. here. Uh, the Blues beating the Senators last no. night. The Cowboys beating Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Just beating a piss out of them, oh. I would say. Beating a piss out of ah. them. Uh, the Fighting Tigers of Missouri are in a losing streak. Winter warm-up, John Mazalak mm-hmm. comments. Mm-hmm. Bill DeWitt third comments. Uh, Adam Wainwright comments, Jack Flaherty getting emotional talking about Adam Wainwright comments. Uh, (laughs) And most most importantly, the Plowhawk and Iggy talked with Maddie Dreds and what was her name? Katie Katie Cush, baby. Katie Cush. Oh. Yesterday, came in here on our holiday. Really? The station was off, but these boys, Pepper and Jeannie, returned. They came back and did the interview with Maddie Dreds and Katie oh. Kush. How do you do? Well, I'm fine. I have not heard the interview. but I since, can't wait to hear it. Since that's a TMA exclusive, I guess that's the lead story. That's the lead. I agree with you. News. I think that's the lead. It's only appropriate that we put it up after segment three of TMA. I feel like that's just kind of that P&G tradition. Mm-hmm. And also didn't know the login information for Megaphone, oh. uh, our new... Doug, what, um, is, what is that? It's similar to Lipson. <laughs> Well, what's it's, wrong with Lipson? It's been good for all these years. It's the sister podcast of uh, Lipson. Um, and I podcast. didn't. It, we have a new podcast format. Obviously, that's why segment three disappeared the other day and oh. everybody was in an uproar. I didn't have access to that. So I wasn't able to. I mean, the whole segment's edited and ready to go. It just, I didn't have access to podcasting. So you've yesterday. done the interview and no one's heard it. Yeah, and which I think is fine. I mean, how many podcast interviews turn over in the same day? I mean, I Lisa Ann interviewed Iggy like three months oh. before theirs, quote unquote, dropped. So no one's heard this secret podcast. No one has. Obviously, it will be up today. I'll make sure to get it up right after I load segment three. All right. May we hear a clip or two? Because I cannot wait to hear this. I didn't do. I, I'm. I didn't do the clip or two because I wanted to. Mm. I didn't want to spoil anything. I wanted it to be. Did the all interview even happen? 
Yeah, it was a 50 okay. minute. Uh, it was the longest Pepper and Genie we've ever done. I can it? guarantee you. So this you is that. under the the umbrella of Pepper and Genie. We it's play, back. We played the open. Yes, oh. Doug, we knew it would we come back. We played the open for him. Oh. We played the closing music just to get everybody just completely satisfied there mm-hmm. at the end. So it, it's on the PNG platform, huh. which is very similar to the TMA platform because. It is on the TMA app. Well, luckily oh. we had 50 minutes with her. We didn't have any commercials to play. Yeah. Um, no big sponsors so had, yet. Yeah. Now, what do you mean by that? Well, if I remember correctly, you last know. week, uh, KG Town was uh, boasting that uh, he had a, he had a uh, sponsor for the interview. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But we had no commercials or spots to play. Maybe so you're happy that there aren't any spots. Maybe he'll get the sponsors well, now that the interview We're just happy this place. time. <laughs> no, he 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 said, I have a sponsor for this interview. You don't want to make money? Where was the sponsor? I'm tired of the, I'm getting sponsors. They don't care. Where was the sponsor? Well, well, where why was the wasn't sponsor? The spot, you were, I don't know. Why wasn't the spot uh, playing? So you know, town, you ought to call in uh, Steve Schmidt Kia North County phone line 636-9004-TMA or you can uh, email in Design Air Heating and Cooling email today, the morning after at InsideSTL.com, or text in. Save it in your phone and just become a friend of the feather for the Engineer Design Facilities text inbox, 314-881-TMA5. So, Iggy, you're feeling pretty secure in that chair right now with no sponsors. <laughs> well, you could line up 20. I'm still feeling secure in my chair. Okay, good. <laughs> it's just that to quit going off on me hmm. that... Uh, you don't want money. You don't want to come in and do the show. You don't want money. What do you mean you don't want the money? Oh, I got sponsors lined up. I got yeah. a sponsor for this interview. Oh. Sure. Well, didn't hear it. No. Uh, uh, Mr. Licks. I used to tell Jeremiah Crow, if you don't want my chair, that's a problem. Yes, it is. You want the chair. Mr. Lick says, I've never heard anybody be so happy about not having any sponsors. <laughs> Amazing stuff, Iggy. That's from Mr. Lick. I'm not happy. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> saying that he kept calling and texting and bragging about he's got sponsors. I'm working. You're not. I got a sponsor. You don't care. Well, what if he gets one now? Now that the interview is actually taking place. Well, it's kind of late for that. Where you... No, because it's not heading been up. Yeah, no it hasn't been it up. Yet. Nor do we have any clips, Doug. It's the new podcast Blibson platform <laughs> megaphone sister. We don't tease with clips. We'll just tease by saying you get to hear nothing until it goes up. Mm. But it will be up at 10 a.m. Yeah, and there's the the clip I wanted to p- pull. I just happened to not pull it. What'd you want to pull? Um, <laughs> you can play with that how you want. Um, but but certainly, uh, it, it was funny that we brought up the Jamaica trip, and she really wanted to go. She you, wants to go as well. She does. Doug, now, we're just going to Jamaica with adult starlets left uh, and right. It's a little. How's that going to work? Well, he like, still has a spot in his room. Well, that ah, was that was that was what was tease. addressed. You have, yeah. you have to listen to what. Yeah. Transpired after that. Yeah. Oh, we do get better at teasing. We have more time with no sponsors. So this gal is going more. to Jamaica with Iggy. We no, that's not set in stone oh. by any means. But she, we floated it out there, and she was certainly interested. Was she? So. I thought she was lovely. She was really For somebody I've never heard of before. I thought she was. Yeah, I'm not familiar with her work either. Yeah, I thought she, she was, was throwing good. out names who she's worked with. You know, I who she was, tripped, bro. I don't know who she tripped. We didn't answer. What's surprising was no scissoring questions were mm. asked. You feel like it left a putt out there with missing out on that? I mean, we we get we got You're some nuggets out of there for sure, but you know, we could have sifted the pan more, I guess. Yeah. The only person I've heard of that she's worked with, she said she's worked with Isaiah Maxwell. 
That girl rise at Maxwell. Because no I did ask her what kind of male star she looks for. Have her parents found her yet, or is she still listed as a runaway? And her parents know about it, but she. Lo- I asked about the Vegas and L.A. scene, you know, because L.A. kind of getting, you know, a lot more porn stars and, you know, is there a rivalry or is everybody <laughs> hopping out and moving to L.A.? And Maddie gets some good, uh, good answers there. So, huh. yeah, I thought the duo was great. She was certainly bubbly. She was 25, which was is she? almost like 55 in the porn industry. It is? Well, I mean, it seems like, you know, all the starlets are rather young yeah. or, you know, in that 21 range. So she was good, good perspective mm-hmm. on life, just uh, making a bunch of money and enjoying herself, Doug. Mm. So at 10 o'clock, so I can drive home after uh, dazzling millions on Balloon Party and listen to Pepper and Jeannie today. Correct. Yes. Correct. How long With Maddie Dreads and Katie Cush and Pepper and Jeannie. How yeah. long does it take to upload a podcast that's almost it an takes, hour long? It Five minutes, maybe. Maybe. And you're talking that includes typing out the, you know, the kind of the show notes, if you want to put them in there, the title. The uploading itself does not take that long. Guys, did you ask her about the affinity for her affinity for tongue-punching the matted hole of Mick Blue? Oh. That's from Deke Dotum. Oh. Mick Blue is a new one for me, but a great name. Oh, How do they come up with these? Did they have a PR guy come up with like a wrestling? Like a He's a multiple, multiple avian award winner. Mick oh, Blue. Mick, who is it now? <laughs> Mick Blue? I'm not going to Google I, it. If, if she did that to him, I wouldn't have seen it anyway. I would have turned it off. I didn't. I didn't. Do any show prep as far as watching any of her videos. That's what I didn't show do. Show prep. I watch porn for we, show prep. We call that watching game film, Doug. Mm, sure you do. Yeah. So I don't, I'm not familiar with who she's been with or what her specialties are, but. She's done. Tongue punching isn't one I'd watch. Oh. Yeah, she's done lesbian scenes. Good. They talk about how peeing is like a big oh. request from ah. guys. Uh. Peeing is? Yeah, because after about like getting in the industry, you think about some of the kinks that are super weird. You know, for me, obviously, it's like the the feet thing come to mind. And but they brought a couple that I've never heard of. What do we got? Again, we're gonna tease it. Oh my god, Doug, the teasing! There is one that I never heard of, and me and Iggy had to act. uh, We had to double and triple down and. To verify what exactly that oh, did meant. God, I can't wait to listen to this interview. Yeah, uh, Guys, did Plowboy just say, quote, the clip I was going to pull, but I didn't? <laughs> Talking about what you were going to do, but never actually do, is the bread and butter of Pepper and Genie. That's from the Hunchback of <laughs> Vaughn Castle. I think I put that quote in there for a reason, boys. Did you? Morning, guys. Any chance you have open sponsorship slots for the reverse cuckold segment that played <clears throat> 64 times over the weekend in syndication? Thanks. Here's a clip I wanted to pull, but didn't. So I don't have it. <laughs> That's the name of the texture. Mm. <laughs> They're quick. I just said that. <laughs> well, I did text Palsy last night. I said we're going to pull a clip for fun with audio. He did. Even we should pull the Jamaican one because it was some good back and forth there. What'd she say? Oh, well, Doug, you'll have to listen. Ah, oh, the oh, teasing. Gosh, teasing's driving me crazy. Plowhawk, what is your passport status? <sighs> No teasing there. You don't no have teasing. it yet. Not yet. It'll come Still this week. Processing. Doug, two weeks from today, we're doing a show from Jamaica. Yeah. yeah. It, what, what sucks is like, so w- it's been five weeks from today that the State Department cashed my check. Five weeks. A little over five. Five weeks and two days, actually. Never mind. Sorry, I did the math wrong. Five weeks and two days. But there's also been Christmas, New Year's, and then MLK Day to kind yeah. of bog down people taking off of work like UPS, you know, the mail obviously doesn't come on several of those days. 
again, I'm just trying to like really cherry pick and pull out any kind of hope. Mm-hmm. I told Jesse, I'm like, it would be fun video of me hopping in a train and going to Chicago for one reason and one reason only, and to get a passport, and then eat a hot dog on my way back. Oh, like I don't want that to be the case. You won't, and it's six hundred bucks to do that anyway. And they don't refund your current funds on your passport that's in process. So I'm already too deep, you know, two hundred deep. So again, that is, I like that there is that worst case scenario option. I don't like to think about that. So if you were, I'm all positive. If you were to go to Chicago, am I correct? It costs six hundred dollars to get. I don't know exactly if that. I I, I've heard varying, uh, things on that. So I, I don't know if that's the case. Lisa Ann said it was. Yeah. And she has had experience with that, so I take her word. But I was told by others that that is not the case. But again, well, I'm calling today. I'm going to call the day um, and get a little bit more information. Yeah. But they, they're so secretive and cryptic on the phone about it. It's insane. If it wasn't terribly expensive, I guess you could almost drive up there for five hours and. Uh, the, the train Spend was, an afternoon in Chicago and then come back. Round trip train was 80 bucks. Oh, that's not bad. And I think that's the move. Yeah, yeah. That'd be cheaper than driving. Yeah, and not having to park anywhere. Guys, I just went through this passport drama with a group of friends back in October. If you're within two weeks, you can call your local representative, and they will have their assistance help speed the process up. I know it sounds crazy, but it worked great for us. That's from Big Randy. Who's your local representative? See, that I, I only have an 877 number, which is obviously not... Excuse me, local. So that's the I, I, that's the only number that I've been equipped with on their website. And when you search passport help desk or what have you, yeah. it's obviously the main federal help desk. That's the only one I've been able to call and get a hold of. I can put I didn't you in even touch know. with a senator, and they can help you out. Oh, well, you, you hang Brooke with a lot of senators, do you? <laughs> I mean, I, anybody who can speed it up or give me at least a number that I can call outside of the eight seven seven number. But I'll do my research. I'll call as many people today. It's so ridiculous. I can't. I'm sorry. I keep talking about it, but I followed the exact process everybody else has, and I'm just sitting. Who's your representative in Congress in the city, <laughs> South City? Who's your passport that? rep? That's not Ann Wagner, there, is it? No. And it's not Cory Bush. So. Didn't dip that far south. No. It might be. Not Paige. <laughs> might be Cory Bush. She goes all the way into Ladue and parts of Webster. And... Yeah, I guess that would be. Did this all did this all start after 9/11 cuz I, I remember you working in Bermuda didn't need a passport even my years going to Jamaica I've never needed a passport until recently you have to have a passport but I never used a passport going to Jamaica it was just a birth certificate so, Do you have yours? I don't know. I haven't checked the mail in a couple months. A couple months you haven't checked the mail. <laughs> nice. Backlogged. Hmm. Cory Bush is your representative, Plowhawk. There you go, Plowhawk. So what am I supposed to call her first? He's got nothing else to do. Call her She'll step right up. Cory Corey Bush's office. Yeah, I need a passport. I'm in St. Louis. Can Cory help mm. me out? Well, her office might. Now, she's not going to, but her office, I, I don't know. It might be worth a call to say, what do I do? What am I Googling Cory Bush's office? Yeah, very that's easy. public information, right? It'll sure. Come, it'll, Google yeah. it'll come right up. The, the Washington office number will come right Doug, up. Doug, we're going to tend to this issue here. On the program, and then we'll have the Pepper and Genie exclusive with 
Maddie Dreds and Katie Cush. All right. This is a pretty big program today. In addition to that, Gabe will be with us, brought to you oh. by James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency at 9 o'clock. And then you also have Balloon Party and Chris Kerber with us as the Blues win last night. Uh, I've got it as a final of 2-1. to one. That's what it was. Jake Neighbors had a good night. Jakey, Jakey, big mistakey. A couple of glorious scoring opportunities. Got a little bit of a brouhaha. Nice win. Who's that? Jake Neighbors. He's one of their big hopes of the future. Okay. Rookie. Not familiar with him. Well, he's, this is the second year he's been up. Any he played briefly last year. In relation to Jim? Jim Neighbors, no. Doesn't even spell it the same way. Mm. Mm. Not, no, not related to Jim Neighbors. I dug four points back of the Flames and Oilers for the wild card spot and five points back of third place Minnesota in the Central. Do you still believe? Uh, yeah, I want to still believe. Yeah, I certainly would not give up at this point. Because we've seen when they're good, they're really good. They can, they can string some wins together. Right now, they're, they're still banged up a lot. But, yeah, I still have hope. I still do. Because they, they haven't gotten normal seasons out of some guys who should still be pretty much in their prime. Thinking guys like Shin. Shatter. Yeah. Uh, O'Reilly produced very little offensively so far, but, you know, he's still out injured. Tarasenko wasn't doing a whole lot, also injured. But <clears throat> I just I just have to think that, that they're better than what their record shows right now. At least I, I want to think that. I want badly to think that. Because I don't want to have to see him go through a rebuild process. I expect that Vladimir Tarasenko and Ryan O'Reilly will not be a member of this organization within the next six weeks. Your thoughts? Uh, I'll say I'll say one of them won't. I'll say they'll trade Tarasenko, try to get something, and hang on to O'Reilly. Really? That's my guess. Wow. That's my guess. Because I think Tarasenko would have more value. He's still scoring some goals, and there'll be some teams that might think... A power play guy like that might put him over the top. I'm not sure O'Reilly has the uh, has the value at the moment to get a whole lot in return. I think he's a better player than what his numbers show. So I, I think they're more likely to trade Tarasenko. I think both of them will be gone. Well, both see. of them. Jackson, what do you think? Gone. Well, he is our hockey guy. expert. I read JR on The Athletic, and I read his mailbag, and Seemed to be the uh, consensus speculation yeah. that no matter what happens over the next couple or the next month or so, he anticipates at least they'll try to move him. I don't want to misrepresent what he said. Yeah. Well, I don't doubt that they, they might the show. try to move both of them. I just think that uh, they'd have better luck with Tarasenko. Tarasenko still has uh, okay the deal. No. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I would think for his free agency, it would benefit him. To be playing in the playoffs, yes, and get that exposure. Yeah, and then maybe go to a team that's got a shot to win it all. Saw the uh, athletic yesterday had O'Reilly going to Toronto. Really? Because uh, barring a big surprise, you can already pencil in the Leafs and the Lightning in the first <clears throat> round. Because Boston is in another world in first place, and Tampa and Toronto are on a uh, on a collision course. Leafs are 13 points back of the Bruins, and the Leafs would be in first place in the Central. Uh, the Leafs are 13 points back of the Bruins, and the Lightning are two points back of the Leafs, and then 11 points up on the next 
team in the Atlantic, and that's the Florida Panthers. Point being, it's unlikely that either one catches the Bruins. It's unlikely that either one gets caught by anybody else in the Eastern Conference Atlantic Division. So what are you going to do when you got the Ning and you're trying to win a playoff series for the first time, Doug, since what they were in the original six? Beliefs. I don't think they've won a playoff series since. <laughs> really? 62. Is that right? 62? Oh, no. 62? They won the cup later than that, I think. Uh, uh, like yeah. 65 or something? So I think then they, they won three in a row in the early 60s? Um, no, but they really haven't won a playoff series since 04. Since 04. It's yeah. been 20 years, which is amazing. That's forever. Especially for that market. But um, I guess I just hope they don't trade O'Reilly. Because he's such a great guy. Well, I hope they don't, because that means they've gotten it going. Yeah. But if they're, if they're lurking kind of like they are five points back, we saw what Armstrong did with Stasny in 2018, even they were in the playoff mix. Yeah. And I would expect that he would trade him away. I, I just think at this point, with his salary and his lack of any real serious goal production, that you're not going to get much for him, I wouldn't think. And I think he's, and yet he's still a, a valuable two way player supposed to. I mean, his plus-minus is dreadful this year. Last I looked, it was minus 28. I, how much are you going to get for a guy like that? I, I think just his presence, if you could bring him back next year to reduce salary, which might be dreaming, I think just his presence is better than what you're going to get for him. Just a heads up, I'm in Mexico City and it doesn't appear the app works in this town. That comes from Viani's hottest mom. There's not much work that works in Mexico. I bet the well, app will work in Jamaica. <laughs> I don't know, I hope. I would expect. Well, they all have Wi-Fi all over the world, don't they? How's the Wi-Fi in Jamaica? You probably haven't been there since then. I never used it. Um, I would think in a resort like Sandals, and they know it's mostly Americans are going to be there and they can't stay off their phones, uh, that there's Wi-Fi. Better have Wi-Fi or else there'll be no broadcast. Good point. It's a good point. Doug, uh, Sports Talk Radio, I don't know it's Sports Talk, but radio shows from around the country will be there with us. Some of the toughest... Mm. coolest and candidly hottest people from the United States of America will gather in Jamaica in two weeks. You better believe I'm bringing those oven mitts because there will be some hot takes. Everyone will try to outsmith the next guy. I hope there's a wait up at uh, at customs because they're they're inspecting your oven mitts. (laughs) (laughs) Sir, can you just leave them here? Well, that's the takes. Mm -mm. I'll be running the board. Mm -hmm. I feel bad for (laughs) our engineer has to bring all that equipment through there. Oh, I remember Seymour and Roderick would get called every time. <laughs> I mean, cause, like, it looks like you're carrying, like, the... What did the president carry? Like, the football? Yeah. You know, the... Br- the nuclear like, codes? Yeah, the nuclear co- It kind of looks like that, the, yeah. the briefcase for the Comrex. I was going to ask Jesse today if she's got access to find out uh, from Sandals the names of the other shows in the cities. <laughs> so I could do a little research on the shows that are going to be... They're the same time. What are you going to wander down and have a word with them? Let's see. I'm going to take a look. <clears throat> oh, look. Junior and the Snail are doing a show mm. down here. From, Junior and the Snail. From Dallas. <laughs> you know, and Junior maybe. Is that another name for Balloon Party? 35-year-old blonde. <laughs> oh, that's what this Coming is Coming on about. after us. Can you meet any girls? That's Just kind of get an idea. About. Maybe the, the genre of the shows that are there. Just Sure. It's going to be know. a bunch of beautiful women anchoring the other shows. We have some beautiful women working here that do shows. Yeah. Why can't other c- cities do that? But look who we're going down there with, us. <laughs> I know, but that's just, I don't know, is it all talk? Is there music stations down there? I would think it's probably morning show and type afternoon talk shows. They're not going to want to show down and it plays music 90% of the time. I don't know. 
But I'd like to see who else is going with us. We're just a bunch of straight whites. <laughs> Clip that off. Could be a promo. Mm-hmm. That's all we are. Yeah. Not to get snarky, but could you please pay attention to my two earlier texts from Colorado? Oh. <laughs> Wow, she <laughs> getting aggressive. <laughs> what do we got? She must have a hot take too. Uh, have you read Benjamin Hockman's column on the Cardinals? No, and I, if I'm saying no, then I can bet almost everything in my bankroll that no one else on the show. No, has. I didn't read it. Uh, while more measured, it could have been written by Darren. Good stuff. P.S. I also need to know if Jackson saw Jaws dunk. Doug Jackson went to Indianapolis this weekend. Oh, he got to see Butler, yeah. at Villadova, Raleigh, Basavito. <laughs> And then he got to see Ja dunking on the Pacers. Yeah, I, I, it wouldn't be outrageous to say, no, it's a fact. It's the greatest dunk I've ever seen in my life in person. Yeah, that really? Was unbelievable. Take a look at the screenshot of him, how he cocked it back he has. Like, it's past his shoulder. It's unbelievable how far back he cocked it and slammed it. And he's like one or two inches taller than me. It's unbelievable. When I saw that dunk, and I saw it immediately on the Twitter tweets, I wasn't watching the Pacers and Grizzlies live. I flipped over to something else. Huh. But the the reaction I had was, I hope Jackson got a chance to see that. Mm. Yep, uh, me and my Were brother. You there? Were you there in the building? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Gamebridge Fieldhouse, and uh, it was packed, and it was <laughs> unbelievable. Like, I, I'd never seen that much athleticism in one Split second. It was unbelievable how fast he was able to get up, and the, those frauds at the Gamebridge Fieldhouse refused to put it up on the big video board. Why? Oh, really? I, I mean, I get why. They just got absolutely body bagged yeah. by John Morant, and they were down 20 at that point. But still, I mean, everyone in the building was talking about it, so might as well just throw it up on the big floor. They got body bagged. Did they get gobsmacked? Baptized. It was brutal. Mm, I, like got, I like baptized. He got smoked. Did you I couldn't see. Um, get to I did Rob not Fisher? see Rob Fisher. Okay. You didn't interrupt with this broadcast. I, 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 you can't just get like walk onto the floor. There's people there. You don't have there. to walk on the floor. <clears throat> How would I have seen them? Go down to the first row and just say Rob. But the first floor is on. First row is on the floor. I mean, you can walk down. You got to have those, those tickets seats. to get down. You have to, to that get the, or else everyone would just go down to hang out before the game. Tell Rob Fisher that a friend of Kenny's is. Oh yeah. Tell that to the usher. He's a friend of Kenny's. Probably introduced you to Jaw. Iggy, get off your phone. Darren, get off of Twitter. Thanks. That's from There Have Been Fingers. Mm. My, my phone is right next to me here. Just get off the show. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing in my hands. We don't care. Plowsy, you're back on the junk snacks. <laughs> Have you given up on the healthy diet? Yeah, what about the darts, bro? No darts. Oh, you just took a huge mouthful. <laughs> oh. Crumbs everywhere. We bought, a bunch of crumbs. we bought a bunch of berries and fruit. The problem with buying fruit this time of year, huh. and we got it the other day, just not ripe yet. The bananas oh. certainly aren't. And what we like to do with our fruit, Doug, eight cups of water, one cup of vinegar, vinegar and a teaspoon of baking soda, and you put it in a salad mixer and you just or a salad spinner, and it gets so much of that dirt off. But I have to wait twenty four hours so after much you do the that. Dirt off, dude. You should see how dirty berries are. The water that oh. you do just doesn't do it. And when you actually do that process, ooh, baby. Now they're really, clean. Now they're clean. They last weeks longer. But so I didn't really have anything healthy. It's, long story short. Huh. Yeah. Wait to get to Jamaica. Fresh fruit every morning. I cannot wait. Iggy was so concerned with you telling a guy that surely doesn't remember him. He said hello that he interrupted Jackson's story to ask. Thanks. It's from Mrs. Jenny Shanahan. Well, I worked with Rob for many years, and I just talked to him about a month ago. So there you go. 
<laughs> Had I seen him, I would have said hi, but it was just, it It, would, it seemed like logistically it would be very it's difficult. It's no big deal. I just thought if you're there, you could say hi. Right, me and like 25,000 other people. Well, I think 25,000 other people were going down to the meet Rob Fisher. Why were there like seven listeners there? Nonstop posts on the fan page, and it was so annoying. Was Jackson too cool to meet up with any of them? That's from Mr. Licks. Uh, I was at the game with my brother. We were much more concerned with the action on the floor. I wasn't mm. necessarily, you know, refreshing the fan page as much as I probably should have. Um, I would, if a listener would have come up and said hi, I would have loved to talk to them. Uh, Don't yeah. sign though. You wouldn't have had time to sign. I would have signed. I mean, I was. Oh, would you? I, this was like. Me at an NBA game is like, you know, a kid at Disney World, so I was in a great mood. I would have absolutely talked to anybody. I didn't know we had a bunch of St. Louisans uh, at, at the game. It's such an easy drive, know. man. Like it's. Doug, would you say four and a half hours? Yeah. About that. Four and a half. You get an extra. It's Eastern time, which is kind of weird, but uh, so you get an extra hour. But uh, it is, it's an easy drive, and it's affordable tickets, and if you like How the much NBA, for the tickets? Uh, like 60 60, 70 bucks. Mm. Good seats, man. And it was packed. Big, big arena. Like you had it fairly down low? Uh, like center court, second bowl. So you could have said hello to, to wow. Mr. Fisher. Second bowl? like the So not the first bowl, but the oh. second bowl. Oh. Second he called Henshin. I'm sure he could have comped your tickets. He knows everybody down there. I was thinking about messaging Henshin, but, mm. you know, it's, it's like anytime someone comes to St. Louis. You know, it's not necessarily easy for someone on a weekend to just be like... I'll stop exactly what I'm doing to come find you. Hey, guys, I know we are in the middle of breaking down the Blues trade market, but your wispy senior junior producer is talking about a rather pedestrian dunk where the dude didn't even touch the rim, save it for the 101 crowd, Casper. Oh. It's from the 314. If you think that's a middle-of-the-road dunk, you've never watched basketball. Wow. Wow, mm. that take. Yeah, I think Tim asked him the question. Well, caller Ellen's text yeah, sparked well, the... Well, Tim uh, read a question that asked about it, so... Right. Yeah, it was an unbelievable... Dunk, and so if that's what you think, I think you're wrong. Manchild79, not happy. People who complain about what's posted on the fan page are lame AFB. <laughs> if you don't like what you see, keep scrolling or leave, damn it. Oh. Manchild79. I'm with you, Manchild. And you've blocked a number of the people. Every one of them. Yeah, I blocked somebody this weekend. Yeah, they responded with something, and I... Blocking. <laughs> Didn't like it, so I just deleted the comment and blocked Absolutely it. blocking. I said, I don't even follow chicks hoops. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jackson, Still did you don't. stay at a nice hotel while you were there? Airbnb. That's the move. Is that yeah. somebody's house? Uh, someone's apartment that was walking distance to the arena. I was a little far from Hinkle Fieldhouse where Butler plays, but uh, that was a 20-minute journey I would make every day of the week if I could. Hinkle Fieldhouse is so historic. Yeah, it was awesome. That that was cooler to me than the Pacers game, just seeing Hinkle. Because of Hoosiers, Hoosiers, of course, yeah, and it's one of the oldest, biggest. Uh, it was like the biggest arena for a long time. It's I would I would consider that the mecca of Midwest basketball mm. is Hinkle Fieldhouse, and all the other stadiums like where the Pacers play in Lucas Oil is modeled after it, like that Fieldhouse look. And so I just think it was. I thought it was awesome. I saw Greg Oden. Greg Oden is the director of basketball ops for Butler, and he was oh, just really? walking through the concourse. Oh, nice. What did you say to him? And nothing. Coming on? Nothing. Is he yeah. still injured? He'll be on balloon How's party tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, he was He was walking a little gimp. See the guy that showed his ween? Uh, there was a situation. He did? I, it, some got leaked. Oh, dang. Hmm. I wouldn't be embarrassed. I remember when he, when he came out of college, he looked like he was about 
Oh, 50? <laughs> and in an interview, Charles Barkley said, so what was it like living through World War II? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially next to KD, who looked like he was 14. Yeah. Yeah, Portland wishes they had that one back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doug, uh, you don't have to leave a putt out there if you go to mentality because everything will be firing on all cylinders. Go and go to lowtusa.com. It's FDA-approved, testosterone treatment, board-certified physicians who work with most insurance. Low-energy motivation, weight gain or muscle loss, fatigue, you're tired all the time, feeling anxious, feeling moody, feeling irritable. Those are symptoms of low testosterone. Decreased mental acuity and attention span and stress can cause focus issues on even the most simple tasks. So, mentality is where you go. Go to lowtusa.com. Mentality is a local health care facility specifically dedicated to helping men feel and perform at their very best. When you feel like you don't have the energy or drive to keep up with your kids after work or be the father or husband and friend you used to be, know that you can be by going to Mentality. LowTUSA.com is where you go. Doug, tell us about our title sponsor. His name's Ryan Kelly. Hello. Well, hello, Rye. He's got a thing called the VIP Refi Program that can help you in this difficult real estate market. Interest rates are up, but that shouldn't stop you from buying a home with the housing market returning to normal, now is the time to strike a deal on a house that could have been unheard of about a year ago. You can make up for that higher interest rate with a lower asking price on the house. Sellers are looking to make deals right now. Reach out to Ryan Kelly, the home loan expert, to get pre-approved for your dream home today. And with Ryan's 10-day closing guarantee, you'll be in your new home faster than ever. When interest rates come down, and they will come back down, you'll be covered as part of the VIP refi program. After you make six payments on your mortgage, they will refinance you to that new lower rate with no fees. VIPs refi with no fees. When you work with Ryan Kelly, the home loan expert, find out more about this program at thehomeloanexpert.com. There it is, Ryan Kelly online at thehomeloanexpert.com. And you are welcome to get involved in the program by texting in Engineer Design Facilities, text inbox 314-881-TMA5, Engineer Design Facilities. If you have visibility to your company or place of businesses, commercial fire alarm panel and system, email fire at edf-rg.com. They'll have a technician come out and provide a free evaluation on your system and offer the most competitive contract pricing in the market. You can also check them out anytime at edf-rg.com, the official commercial fire alarm services and solutions provider of TMA. EDF's fire division is now testing, inspecting, and maintaining the fire system on all commercial kitchen and restaurant hoods. EDF can handle all of your company's security and surveillance needs, from surveillance cameras to access card readers to facial recognition software and everything in between. It's Engineer Design Facilities, sponsor of our text inbox. You can sign up to apply to be the TMA Listener of the Month, brought to you by Milagro Tequila, by going to tmastl.com. Welcome to a brighter side of tequila with Milagro. Uh, the retired air marshal has made it clear he wants to be the January listener of the month. Is I don't it? know if he is the favorite at this point. It's January 17th. We're more than halfway home. Go and sign up. All you got to do is sign up by going to tmastl.com. Welcome to a brighter side of tequila with Milagro. It's Milagro Tequila's TMA listener of the month. All right, this Benjamin Hockman column that uh, Caller Ellen wants me to read. Oh, okay. As Major League Baseball navigates through the current uncertainty, the oh no, this is the one about the uh, Bill DeWitt's comments regarding the uh, regional sports networks and potential bankruptcy. Uh, step one, this is Benjamin Hockman. The Cardinals play a season and have a winning record. Step two, they either just miss the playoffs or get in and are knocked out super fast. 
Step three, other teams that spend more and take bigger risks win the pennants and World Series. Step four, Cardinals share offseason optimism about both the present and the future. Repeat steps one through four. Mm. This happened eight years in a row. Every year, starting in 2015, eight years in a row, one playoff series win, the, the 2019 NLDS, just one more playoff series win than the Pirates or the Rockies. But Cardinals' ownership doesn't measure, measure success based on playoff success. Success to them is earning a berth in the tournament. Quote, I think the key is to get into the playoffs. I think of really good teams that went far. We caught our breaks, Bill DeWitt Jr. said. The key is to get there, and then anybody can win. But they keep losing in these small sample size rounds of the early postseason. DeWitt Jr. brought up some recent playoff games could have gone either way and came down to just Ryan Helsley's finger, Chris Taylor's bat. Okay, so why not overspend and build an indestructible tank of a team that can bypass the new wild card round with a bye or steamroll its way to the World Series? Why didn't they take a risk on signing a big name pitcher, shortstop Trey Turner, like the defending pennant winning Phillies did, or entering 2022 lefty slugger Kyle Schwarber, who starred for those same Phillies? They still could have improved the team and not mortgage the future. They stopped short. I asked Bill DeWitt Jr. during his first official media availability since the 2022 season ended about the level of the Cardinals' offseason aggressiveness. I brought up how much teams such as the Mets are spending exorbitant amounts of money to try and win. I brought up how teams like the Astros and Dodgers, even in this crazy era, have sure figured out how to be consistent pennant winners. Quote, DeWitt Jr. said, I would say that we make every effort to have the best team we could possibly have. And you get to the point of, what can I do to actually make it better? And what is that cost? And I don't mean necessarily what you can pay a guy, but what is that overall cost over a period of time? And is that worth throwing all of your eggs in one basket, hoping this is the year or next year is the year, rather than building and having a really good team and more coming, hopefully? That's uh, Bill DeWitt Jr. and Benjamin Hockman's column this morning. Uh, I just think it's really easy to complain about not getting all the big-time free agents that you want. And it, it's true. It doesn't guarantee you going. I mean, the Dodgers got all the free agents they want. Look at the season they had. They didn't win it. The Yankees spent how many hundreds of millions of dollars on a payroll. They didn't win it. It is no guarantee. It just isn't. Could they do more? Yes, I think they could do more. But to say that they need to outspend the Dodgers and the Mets or Yankees and do whatever it takes to get those top free agents, I just don't think it's... It's reasonable in this market, in the St. Louis market right now. I, I don't think they have the financial muscle to compete against those teams in those bigger markets. Well, I don't think he said outspend those teams. I mean, the Mets are spending a billion dollars. But it's do something. I mean, they, they had the opportunity to get guys, and they didn't. And I'm not talking guys, you know, $40, $44 million a year contract. But guys that were out there, they, they signed nothing. They signed Cabrera, uh, Contreras. Well, they needed a catcher. They had no choice. Well, you said sign nothing. They didn't. They got a well. Got I'm a, the talking best about. I'm talking about. They they have their outfield they're looking at. Oh, we're fine there. We got kids that are going to be better next year. We got Newt Bar. I saw I saw a headline in the column. What will Newt Bar do after his breakout season? Define breakout. Mm. He hit 240 and he's signing pepper grinders. I honestly, <laughs> I, I'm with uh. you. I don't I don't get it. I think it's how Mo acts as well. I think Mo Zalock came out and was kind of like, almost like dismissing the fans complaining about payroll increase when you say, well, it did increase. Point, point one one percent was the increase. 
And so I, I just when you go into an offseason saying you're going to raise payroll, you know, talking to your best player in Arenado saying you're going to raise payroll and it's raised by 0.11%, there, there should be complaints and questions being asked. But he is so much smarter than everyone else in the room. And I, I think he just rubbed people the wrong way now. Fifteen years ago, his style and strategy worked to a T. I don't think he's progressed with the times of baseball. He is way too much dollars and cents sliding into the playoffs when, you know, in reality, it's win or bust. I, I think it's World Series or bust for any team. It doesn't matter if you make the playoffs and kind of lollygag in a wild card round. And I think they're very much so content with that. That's why I think well, it matters if you're running. The, it matters if you're running a business and you want to bring in as many dollars as you possibly can by having competitive teams every year, by keeping 40,000 people in the stadium every year. Well, he's lucky That, that matters in a big way. We'll say that. I'd love to hear him say that. We, we don't want to spend a ton of money. We just want to get 40000 a game and be competitive and uh, make our money. Um, as long as we're competitive, we get in the playoffs, anything can happen. No, it can't. And, well, Doug, you hear the same I, I quotes think that's, every year. I you, think that's more DeWitt than it is Mosellock. The owner's the one who's going to have the last call. About. Oh, I think a lot of it has to do with it. Mosellock doesn't have a blank check. You know, DeWitt doesn't say, yeah, go out and spend what you have to. Just win. They say it. I mean, Mosellock says the same thing every single offseason, going into it and at the end of it. Well, you know, we were in it on a – couldn't really find a left-hander that we, we really wanted. We wanted to be in the outfielder market, but just, you know, couldn't really find a, a deal and a player that we wanted to get. It's the same regurgitated crap. And then what you bring in, which we just saw yesterday with the Paul DeYoung story – you bring in guys who have not produced in a few years. They're the healthiest they have ever been. Oh, man, they changed their swing. You should see the velo now. That That's where the stories lie. Now Paul DeYoung may be a factor. Like, it, can we just stop? It's just so... You can Why write, do you hate Andrew Kisner? You can write this script right when the, right the offseason started. All this hype. Oh, look at this. We're going to surround Arenado. He just gave up, you know, $150 extra million to stay. They got to have a game plan, and they don't. It's oh, they've got a game plan, whether you like it or not. I mean, Mosellock and Drinkowitz remind me so much of each other. Where it's just Mosellock like, and Drinkowitz remind me of that. Used car salesman, slimy, oh. behind your back. I don't know. It's just. <laughs> Some, What's he doing that's slimy or behind your back? I don't know. Probably saying to everybody that we're going to raise payroll and, you know, you just end up hyping up a Lars Newt. But Lars Newtbar better be Willie Mays. If he's not <laughs> Willie Mays, then he's overhyped. I've never seen oh. a guy. I wasn't at winter warm-up. You couldn't pay me to go to winter warm-up. You could not. No, not but with the fans. I thought somebody that posted that Nars Newtbar <laughs> Nars, Nars Lootbar. Jackson, get that T-shirt in. That's that's his name from now. On. Nars Lootbar. Lootbar uh, <laughs> refused to sign a pepper shaker for a kid. No, he. I, there's a video of him signing one. Yeah, he signed. Yeah, it. and there's one of them just Doug there. might have been Nars Lootbar. Lars <laughs> Lootbar did it. Sign again. I'm just looking at. I think it was a Twitter. It just said, "Can't believe he re- he refused to sign the pepper sh- pepper grinder for the kid." I, don't, I wasn't there. I would be shocked. He I wasn't like there. the sweetest guy of all time. I, I think he did, and he, he was talking about the difficulty of signing a, a pepper grinder or a bat. But then I did actually see one that where he denied somebody originally of signing a pepper grinder. 
Maybe he's embarrassed by it or doesn't want it to become a big thing. Embarrassed by it? He was halfway out the dugout grinding. <laughs> at the moment he was, and now I mean, he's probably looking back on it. Embarrassed by what? You realize you know you're on national television, and it's like his whole bit. That's why he's popular. Oh, it is not. <laughs> is it success, it is not. On, the, I think it's success it is. on the field, Doug? I think it is it's because success? of the pepper grinder thing. Or is it him closing his eyes and swinging 117 exit velocity <laughs> with a pop out to second base? Oh, Looks like I, a nice I, enough guy, but look, I think the pepper grind is why he's popular. I don't know. I mean, it, this looking is, back, he probably thinks, well, I probably shouldn't do that. Probably a little bit of a hot dog move. I shouldn't have done that. Let's not make a big deal out of it. A don't hot don't dog have me move. sign these all the time. I don't want to be the pepper grinder guy. He was a Fred Bird hat away from being the mascot <laughs> of the team. I mean, it, it, gone a little too far. I, I would, I would say you're, yeah, you're halfway out the dugout with your mouth wide open, grinding a pepper shaker with oh, your knees bent. I think you're being. Too hard I, I would on say him. you're, you're balls deep in a celebration. <laughs> I think you're being too hard on him. Well, somebody is has it, to because everybody's lifting him up on a damn pedestal. That he's is just it possible gonna... that he's just a young kid having a lot of fun, having the time of his life playing Major League Baseball, and got caught up in the excitement of it all, and wants his team to win, and just a happy, happy-go-lucky guy? That's possible, isn't it? It is, and I'm happy for him. But don't be trotting this guy out like he's the next coming with a 240 average. What's he going to do after his breakout season? Define breakout. I, I don't know that I've ever seen them or heard them say that this is the next big star in the league. I think they have confidence in him. He's going to develop. They did it by not saying anything, by refusing to trade him. They, they did the same thing with Carlson, too. Obviously, they came out with Carlson later and saying that you're not going to be traded. But they're kind of doing it with Lars Newbar because all the talks were he that was the guy that you know teams wanted to be the centerpiece of a big trade. Yeah. And not trading him kind of showed that. You know, you do have strong hope that this guy is going to be a superstar. Yeah. Or you would have obviously included him in some of those trades. The uh, CBS Sports Baseball Report has this posted here within the last 24 hours. The Cardinals and Marlins have had preliminary trade discussions involving Pablo Lopez. Uh, Miami is said to want young position players in return. Lars Newtbar, who oh. now goes by Nars Lutbar, is <laughs> off limits. Oh, my. St. Louis uh, has infielder Nolan Gorman, Vaughn Herrera, uh, outfielders Alec Burleson, Dylan Carlson, and Tyler O'Neill to offer. Lopez is an obvious trade candidate. So, Doug, how would that treat you? Uh, Yeah, love to have him. Love to. I'd hate to see him give up on Gorman just yet. I mean, this was was the guy that was going to be their big star. He just hit almost 30 home runs between the majors and AAA. I don't think that you want to give up on him just yet. Well, I would, I would like giving to up him. on him. I, I get what you're saying, but if if you're going to get Pablo Lopez, sometimes that's just the cost of yeah. your business. Yeah, it's I, not so much giving up. It's just you got to give something. Yeah, They're I not going to take trash. But a second baseman who might hit you 30 or 35 home runs a year, I don't know. I'd hate to lose that. Well, you got the young. You got to you got to play him. So you got to have. No, you don't base. have to play him. You got him on a contract, so you got to keep him around another year. That's trust what that's me. Mosellock must think there's like an extra zero in De Young's contract. Like he only makes six and a half or what nine? I it was like nine. Yeah. Not ninety. <laughs> you don't need no. to trot him out there for you know another third or fourth year. Just cut ties so nobody talks about him anymore. Mm. Patrick and Macalata not. 
happy. Real original take that Agent Orange and Long Dong have a negative take about our local sports teams. Thanks. That's Patrick, and he's at a Mac a lot mm. at the moment. Yeah, we're the only ones. Well, Everybody the, else is gung-ho on this team. This team is worse than what they were a calendar year ago. And it's just facts. Steven Matz was healthy with your new signee. Now he's coming off a big injury. I mean, there, there's three injury-prone guys that are coming off injuries that are in your rotation, potentially. I mean, Hudson probably won't make the rotation, obviously, but... I, that two-thirds or, you know, a third of your rotation is injury-prone. You have outfielders that need to produce like they did three years ago. It, it's There's a, a ton more question marks. Just because you put Contreras back there does not mean your offense is better. You just lost Pujols, who hit 24 and 75. Now, unless I'm I, missing something. I don't get what something. I'm looking at. What, am I Jordan Walker supposed to be a superstar immediately? I, I haven't oh. paid attention all year. But I think other con, other than Contreras— the only thing they signed is a double, a guy who's going to start the year in double A. Yeah, this is exactly yeah. Moselock's thing. They're counting money right now. I don't know where their money machine is. <laughs> I guess it's at Seminole. I don't know. But they're definitely raking in. Well, maybe they'll get Trevor Bauer. Who knows? Guys, I went to winter warm-up one year, and Hector Luna wouldn't sign my rubber dildo. Oh. It's from Rob McClanahan, but my good friends call me Rue. Oh. That surprises Hector me. Hector Luna. I thought he would have done that. Mm-hmm. That would be a good rule. I mean, they're there to sign. Nothing is off limits. They have to sign anything. I went there one year, and it's just, I went there to cover it with uh, Ashley Feldman. And I'm in the media room, and the media is bringing in cookies for the players. The media brought in cookies? I'm like, what is this, a grab-ass event? The media hmm. brought in cookies for the players. Which, go ahead and name the person. I'm not going to name it. I'm there was a media member who brought in brought cookies. Brought in baked goods for the players. Because Joe Strauss would have been around, and mm. he would have written 10 uh, columns I think Joe it. Strauss was there, and I think he said something. But it's just a grab I can't wait till the commercial. The, can you do the thing where you pass the me the B-fib check it? in. Could that, have been the, could that have been the cat who, who managed to get some cookies up the, up the staff there? I'm not going to say. It might have been. Because I think he even talked about that once, where he went and stole some cookies. Oh, well, that's or... different than baking cookies at home no, and bringing them into no. players. That's what I thought. I didn't was... know they weren't baked. I just know he brought in cookies. Jordan Walden balloon party is on its way. Oh. <laughs> Jordan Walden. Remember Jordan Walden? Wow, <laughs> it's a balloon party <laughs> reference. I <laughs> got oh, Strauss over the last decade would have been absolutely perfect. He would have loved Drinkwitz. Truman down. Oh, man. He would have loved, I mean, he was on to this stuff with the balloon party stuff years ago. Fabergé eggs. That's what he called mm. them. Fabergé eggs. Can't touch the Fabergé eggs. <laughs> Are those the prospects? Yep. Okay. That's a great one. That's well, maybe they'll still do something. I would have, I would have thought that I would have thought they just resigned Quintana. I'd feel a lot better about that. Yeah, they're idiots for not doing that. It's like twenty six million total, right? For three, it was like in the seven AAV. It was reasonable, range, right? for sure. Yeah, I don't get that one at all. Either. Just that would make me feel a lot better about the rotation. I would have loved. that. Then it wouldn't have cost them any other other players. That was one of those sneaky. Or he signed early, didn't he? He was one of the first ones. Like, right I don't. Off the bat, I, I don't think, think so. Well, I think it was fairly early. I'm not sure that the Cardinals gave him an offer. I don't know if they were he prepared. Got an offer and signed. But he was the guy they wanted to pitch in the playoff game. Game one, right? A shutout. Well, why would you want a guy? Six scoreless in, innings took him out. ERA under one. <laughs> They're not touching him. Get him out of there. <laughs> this can't continue. He's not that good. Get him out. 
you are welcome to give your thoughts. 314-881-TMA5. I think 30 people have tried to choose the name uh, Nars Loot Bar <laughs> mm. for their text inbox name. That's a good brought one. Brought to you by Engineer Design uh, Facilities. Jackson, I don't know if you've bestowed it upon anybody. I have. Midge or Madge just got it first. <laughs> Midge or Madge. Yeah, so they're now Nars and I don't Bar. believe I'm dyslexic. So I don't know dyslexic. Dyslexic. I don't, that was a bit. I don't. You think that was a sketch? No, it, <laughs> it wasn't. I thought that was a name. Dyslexic. I, I don't believe I am, so I don't know why I would say Lars Newtbar. It's his name. Or Lars Newtbar. That is his name. <laughs> Nars Lutbar. That's not his name. Right, I don't know why I'd say You that. are dyslexic. No, I'm not. Vogue. <sighs> Vogue. Well, it'd be Doug Vaughn. Logged on. These are hard to write down. <laughs> well, don't then. I got enough misspelling and mispronunciation <laughs> words in there. Guys, I love hearing the guy who is going to st- sell body parts to pay off debt and an old lemay, Peter Gammons, offer insight on running a billion-dollar organization. I really love this show. Doug, that's from Arbor Day. I think me and Iggy, right now, could run a better ball club. You think you could? Right now. Not 15, 20 years ago when... You know, Moselock was actually doing things. You don't think think he'd be overwhelmed by it? Signing contracts and... Oh, my God. Fans would love us. You turn that over to lawyers. You just make an offer. (laughs) Put me in the front office for a week. And? And I'll go to to Mr. DeWitt and I'll say, okay, how much do I have? Well, you can't spend $600 What can I spend? Okay. You don't think that's what they do now? I would go out. No, I I wouldn't go... Well, I don't think I can get rid of Gorman. He's going to be good, and I don't think Nars Loot Bar is going anywhere. So you don't think Mazalok's given a budget by DeWitt? <laughs> a budget, but he's not DeWitt's saying not he can't. Even need I guarantee to. you DeWitt's not telling him who he can't trade. Mazalok knows the budget, zero. I'd package a deal of <laughs> Newt Bar, Gorman, and throw the Young in there. Four. Anyone. I like trade proposals. <laughs> For who? You're getting one. I have to go. I have to go look and see who's who's out there, who's who's maybe looking to be traded. Don't you think they do that now? Well, then they're doing nothing. They're looking at. Well, maybe they just oh, don't like what's that. out there. He's available. So no interest in that. I'm just saying, put me in there for a week. This team would be better. You think so? Well, I know so. Oh, I cut so many people. Why? <laughs> you can't. Some are on contract. You, no, you got to pay them whether you cut them or not. You and, your, you and your pepper shaker are going to Miami. You request a self-furlough. The first thing I would do is walk into that locker room and be like, look, I'm not going to screw you on arbitration dollars. No. If you're our closer and our stud closer, I'm going to say you're worth $2 million. They should just bring Plowsy in for arbitration because no one can bash a player better than them. <laughs> it's, I mean, the GMs don't like doing it because it's you know it sucks to bash your own player. Let's oh, just I'd, let Plowsy do it. i go right in there. Look, bud, you see your second half? Come on, take this right now. Or... Like, what does this one mean? Getting stuff for tacos later in the week. That's from the Hunchback of One Castle. <laughs> I'm going to text back, great, get hot sauce. What are you getting? Cheese and burger, hamburger and lettuce and tomato? People are sending in their grocery lists. Why? I don't know. I have to go shopping today. I don't have a list. I just go and I browse. Yeah, I would go in the locker room and I'd say, okay, raise your hands. Who doesn't want to be here? And whoever's doesn't want, you're gone. Just like that. And that would solve all the team's problems? Yeah. Who doesn't want to be here? I know, Jack, you don't want to be here. You bitch all the time and you're hardly ever pitching. Probably not going to sign when it's when you're 
arbitration's up. Where do you want to go? I'll try to work out a deal for you. That's what you'd say to a guy that might be your ace. Yeah. Okay. Guys, whenever I get a chance to own a multi-billion dollar franchise, I want to hire a GM who can pick two out of six guys to make the cut in a PGA Tour event. That's from the 314. Doug, that reminds me, the Munganass Daily Fantasy Sports Showdown. Uh, Jackson, pull up the results. Munganass, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota. Work with Jamie Burkhardt, Clayton Patterson, and Peter Munganass, the best in the business online. It's stlouisacura.com and altontoyota.com. And work with the best. If you are looking for a new car, a pre-owned car, you can go shopping right now by going online at stlouisacura.com or altontoyota.com. And if you'd like an introduction to Jamie Burkhardt, I'm more than happy to make it for you. Just email or DM me and I will connect you with Jamie. Plus, they now have a special number for TMA Balloon Party and Tim McKernan Show listeners. And the number is... 314-252-0029. Either call or text that number, and you will receive direct contact. How about that? 314-252-0029. Munganess, that's the secret number. That's the secret number. Tim, can you just shut them up? They know more about outer space and evolution than they do about baseball, and that says a lot. Mm. That's from Beer Cats. Painter Guy. Tim, when are you going to take back control of the show from these two delinquents? (laughs) Shut up. Painter Guy. (laughs) But I know when to trade players, and they don't. They trade them at the worst possible value. (laughs) Like, they'll run the, like... They'll run Gorman to the ground, and they'll right about the time they realize these prospects are terrible is right about the time they get absolutely nothing for them. Again, Fabergé eggs. Hold <laughs> them up just on a pedestal. That's dramatic of you. And if Beer Cats and the other guy disagree with us, we'll Painter talk. guy. Painter guy. Text in, and what do you disagree with? Uh, Painter guy, call in. You think they're doing a great job in the free agent market this year? Call in and tell us what, what we said that was wrong. Beer Cats, call in. Hot Wife Autumn update, too. 636 You think that was a lie? The hot wifing? Well, anybody can take a picture with your friend's wife. Oh. And do an interview. <laughs> okay. Guys, how how would be the player that best represents... Oh, who would be the player that best represents a $59 patio set that Smokey could go out and get? That's from Starfish Street. <laughs> I don't know, Athmo. He's great at it. Again, these things have nothing to do with baseball. So, <laughs> Brett Cecil, huge acquisition. I got my watch and I got my money back. So, who who made out like a bandit? <laughs> Guys, I have a blockbuster trade proposal. Doug, you like trade proposals? I love trade proposals. <laughs> I yes. would like to trade Ken Strode and Darren Atkinson for Martin Kilcoin and KG and O Town. That's mm. from Harrison's brother, Master. Mm. These are radio trade proposals. As long as me and Giggy get cash compensation in return, <laughs> I think. Really? You know, you know, let the trade happen. I think we would get draft capital. Go ahead and do what you want to do, buddy. We'll take P&G on the road. Would you be in favor of that <laughs> if they could trade us in radio stations? Would, would do you be in favor of that? Where am I going? Sugar fire and make uh, brisket sandwiches? Oh, no, that is take, personal. Just if you could trade. That is personal. If you could that trade players. Is, that was personal. Wow. Top ropes elbow. Yikes. Like if you could, radio stations could trade people among themselves. Mm, that'd be fun. Well, you could you could just say no to the trade. Put well, if you had a no trade clause, <laughs> well, that's if, if you could do that, I would put no. Here's here's the teams I won't go to. Well, if you're a valuable enough property, they'll give you that. But yeah. if you're not, if you're just a scrub, 
Sorry, God, you're be, going where we tell you to go. I'd be traded away like a secondhand reliever. You I'd think be at would? every station. <laughs> Look at that guy. Like, I got like a brown spot on my resume mm. with all the furloughs. Oh. <laughs> I'd be like Kurt Flood. I just Not quit a the game. Answer. You'd quit. You wouldn't go. Well, it depends where they were sending me. I want to be an analyst role that is reviewing the trades in the mm. radio industry. Let's go back six years. Let's say you were at this station and they traded you to the Kirkwood. I'd quit the business. <laughs> you go to Sugar Fire? Which means if this is the case, we would have a draft every year. Fresh journalism students mm. out oh, of nice. college. Yeah, yeah Doug. Prospects at KOMU. I'd go into the portal. This guy had a great take down in Tulsa. Let's bring him up. Uh, I don't know who Dave in St. Peter's is talking about. What an embarrassing, butthurt little man. Dave, mm. St. Peter's. It's got to be me. I'm the only little one, right? <laughs> no, I'm I curious. wouldn't describe myself as big. He's talking about me when I mentioned the brisket sandwiches. Uh, Dave in St. Peter's. Doug, he hasn't ironed his shirt, right? He didn't when we had the big party. 15-year anniversary, I think it was. He showed up in a shirt that looked like he'd slept in it like three days in a row. <laughs> this is what you're going to go out in? Seriously? That's our listeners. Leave my own. I mean, don't you ever look into a mirror? You ever go out, leave the house for a, for a big party, wearing a shirt that's got a, a thousand wrinkles in it? I say that all the time. I see people out, and I just look at them. I say, do you actually just get put that on, look in the mirror, and say, yeah, I like this, and walk out? Yeah. There's no way. No, they couldn't have. Uh, KG in O-Town has issued a response. Uh, Doug and I read. Working 40 hours per week in the service industry is a bad thing. Everything you say about me is about my work ethic. I think that might say more about you than me. Mm. Yikes. Oh. That's from KG in O-Town. When have I ever said anything about your work ethic? I just said what you did for a living. I didn't make fun of your work ethic. So quit making things up. How's your work ethic? And where's the spot? Where's the spots for the uh, interview? <laughs> we're putting it up today at 10, so we're going to need to... You want those sponsors? Well, we need to put them in the interview for yeah. all the ones he got. Well, sure. <laughs> Look, I've never had a really great work ethic. <laughs> See, I just answered my own question. I get the job done, though. Iggy, explain the brisket sandwich comment for me, honey. That's from Doug's Plumber. Mm. Well, he works at uh, Sugar Fire. Yeah. We know that. There's nothing wrong with that. My brother worked there for many years. Does that answer it? Oh. <laughs> Doug's Plumber, you said not say anything about the sandwich. Well, they, make, they, they serve great brisket. Nothing wrong with that. So it was a compliment. Yeah. Stephen Bambrook, what's up, Steve? And your job entails you to work 40 hours a week. Mine doesn't. I have a job where I'm on the air three hours a day. What do you want me to do? Sit here for another five and just talk be, into be nice the air? Oh, did, I would bring yeah. that up to the list. Hey. <laughs> Mike, turn the mics off. I got five hours I got to kill here. Hey, look at the drapes. Oh, beautiful sunny day. I mean, I'm on the air three hours a day. Guys, in April and May of 2022, Plowsy complained every day that they needed to bring Nolan Gorman up. He's a stud. The Cardinals are idiots. <laughs> then he hits 30 home runs. January 2023, he's complaining that they need to trade him. That's from Larry Thornton. Well, I, I mean... If you get value for a player and it's an even trade, it doesn't matter where they're at, like in terms of their talent level, age. Like, I'm just saying, when well, Nolan Gorman, if Nolan Gorman has a bad year and doesn't work out, <clears throat> look at what you could have got two years ago to now. I'm not saying you could, you should have traded him as a prospect. I was adamant that you want to keep him, but if you're going to trade a guy at his highest value, you at least want to make sure you get good return in it. You know, I'll find trading Jordan Walker. Just as long as Juan Soto went the guy that you got. So, you know, I, 
If you want to sell high on a prospect, just make sure you get something good in return. And that's the whole point. Your thoughts are welcome. Uh, plenty of people are giving their thoughts. 314-881-TMA5. That's the Engineer Design Facilities text inbox here in the Munganess, St. Louis Acura, Alton, Toyota, 7 o'clock hour. Also, call in. 636-9004-TMA or email in for our design, air, heating, and cooling email today. Gabe DeArmond presented by James Carlton coming up at 9 o'clock. And then Chris Kerber will be with us on Balloon Party at, uh, I would imagine, 1015, Jackson. Is that correct? Still waiting on a text back from Kerber, but I assume he'll text me here shortly. All right. Sounds good. Blues and Predators on Thursday. Blues and Blackhawks on Saturday. What a day in uh, Missouri sports on Saturday. By the way, Doug. Yeah. You got the Chiefs hosting the Jaguars, and you have the Missouri Tigers hosting Roll Todd, and then you have the Blues hosting the Blackhawks. How do you do? Well, I'm fine. Alabama just lost one of their players who committed capital murder over the weekend, so I'm sure. So that might he's be. out. Their quarterbacks going the NFL. That's Ohio State's. Well, Alabama's will too. I oh, C.J. Stroud. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Caller Ellen just texted in, hooray for Caller Ellen. I don't know what that means, but it, I read it, and mm. there it is. Uh, Jackson, uh, I hope I have given you enough time for the Munganass Daily Fantasy Sports Showdown results. Doug, let's head oh. on over to the Sony. Were we in—no, we were in Maui the previous week. Were we in Oahu? Were you in Oahu this past I don't know where we were. Kapalua, aren't we? The week before. Where were there this week? I got my ass kicked out of that. Oh, did you really? Really? Oh, I'm sure I did. You had the winner. Iggy had two— You had a winner? He had three guys miss the cut. Four guys miss the cut. Apologies. Um, but he had Cam Davis and J.J. Spawn, who made the cut. Uh, so Iggy finishes with 285 points. 85 points, Doug. Uh, Doug had three guys make the cut, including your winner, huh. Siwoo, shaking that ass, shaking that ass. Siwoo. Woo, woo, woo. Kenny, woo. Yeah. University of Missouri product Hayden Buckley was uh, in the mix. Finished second. And so the uh, he had three make the cut. Doug finishes with 376.5, oh, tying wow. up the 2023 campaign. And, uh, yeah, so it's one-to-one as we sit here on January and you, 17th. Wow. And you laughed at my team. Everyone scoffed at my club. Oh, that's oh, that's the worst team ever. You just don't know. Well, it was a bad team. You had three players make the cut. And the, and the winner pulled out of a box without looking. Ish. It was just a crap field. What are you going to do? <laughs> well, my team did all right. How about yours? Yes, what do you mean you did all right? You had three missed cuts. I picked the winner. You had but, four, but it still, it was and you got to pick. It was a terrible field. Well, then pick the good do, players on the terrible field. Well, there weren't many in there. Gosh, I wish I'd gotten to look. Now, this week, a different story. There'll be some good players playing this week. Uh, I think 12 in the top 20 are playing. Is that right? Seven in the top 10 are Heading playing. Heading to Palm Springs? Yeah, so uh, and they ha- and, you know when they have these uh, new events where they up the prize prize p- pool and the money, the players have to play in all but one of them. Are you talking about the elevated events? The elevated well, this events. isn't an elevated event. Which one are you talking? No, about? No, but like uh, the uh, was it two weeks ago? I don't know if it wasn't the it was last week. Last week was an elevated event, I think. No, it wasn't. That's for the, the first one. Uh, the first one of the year. The first one. Right, but it wasn't. I think it was. because Doug, Was that an elevated event? Because I thought it was the know. only players who... I know, but it was still elevated because that's what they're doing, the elevated where the top players have to play. And Rory didn't play, which means he has to play every elevated event the oh. rest of the year. The purse was $15 million, yeah. which is but I thought that was just for players who won in 2022. Did it they was. change the format? No, and top 30 on the... Uh, those who made the tour championship. If you didn't win and you still made the tour championship, you got to play in it. But that was an elevated event. So I was fifteen million. 
Rory didn't play. Now he has to play in every elevated event the rest of the year. Is that right? I didn't know that. Um, Let's see what we got on the elevated events. Doug, what are the elevated events this year? I don't have the slightest idea. Now they'll switch every year to give those kind of lesser tournaments a chance to get a good field. I don't know what it is, what they are this year. I just feel bad for the kids. You don't repop, do you? Uh, they I don't think get more. go ahead and repop. They don't get anything repop out all of you want. When you could do research and pick the best players you want. PGA Tour designated events. Is that the same as elevated? I don't know. Uh, Century Tournament of Champions, $15 million purse. Waste Management, Genesis. That's back-to-back weeks of elevated events, if that's what it means. Last week at Sony was definitely not... This week is certainly not. This week is is a pro-am, and I know Pebble isn't. And then there are Tory Pines after this week for the Farmers. Yeah, I, I just know Rory's, Rory's got to play every one. And I think Spieth's playing like seven in the next eight weeks. Driving around in an RV. Yeah. But a good field this week. All right, well, so you feel hmm. good about this week, even though you lost this past week. Yeah, I mean, last week I had no choice. I mean, I had, what do you mean you had no choice? You could have picked the winners just like I did. I could have, but you think Siwoo Kim, some huge name? The guy hasn't won in three years. Well, that proves my point. Well, the hey, pro play, athletes, you don't well, know look what's going to Look happen. at the top ten leaderboard. Why? And I'll show you how good of an event it was. I don't care good event or bad event. You could still pick the players that played well. No, you're, you're trying to pick players that, that you don't really know anything about. A bunch of Corn Ferry Tour uh, qualifiers, a bunch of people you never heard of in the event. I mean, look at it. Siwoo Kim, Hayden Buckley, Aaron Baddeley, I think, had a top 10. Bads was in the mix, Doug. Okay. Uh, Iggy said he would quit if he lost. So, what's the plan? That's from Crystal City Clamham. Mm. We were all pretty adamant yeah, how I'll, terrible Doug's team yeah, was. Yeah, you laughed at me. You I'll scoffed quit. at me. I'll quit picking Keith Mitchell. How about that? Keith that's Mitchell will be quit, but you will not be quitting the contest. No, no. I mean, it's, it's Jamie gives money to charity for the summer. He'd like to if we'd ever win anything. <laughs> one, one... <laughs> One, four. <laughs> I'll take it. That'll that a cash. Uh, does anyone else have a problem with someone posting on the fan page after the tournament ended that they bet a hundred dollars on someone to win like a thousand dollars and he finished in fourth place? What's the point? Look at me. I made a bet that didn't win. Mm. I don't get it. Thanks, Mister Licks. No, I think that guy that he's talking about um, posted on Saturday that he had. Ten bucks on this guy to win. I think I don't know sixteen hundred something like that. And it was on Saturday. It was in the mix Saturday. I don't think he posted after he, the tournament was over. I'm sure you guys read about that guy who bet one point four million on the uh, for the Jaguars to what lose. An idiot. Oh, he deserves. What at the half? It was twenty-seven to nothing. He put in a twenty-seven bet. to seven. He betted twenty-seven to nothing. Yes, at twenty-seven to nothing, he put one point four million down that the Jags would lose. And they came back to win. And had they won, he would have won $11,000. That's what it was. That's what the ratio was. Yeah. Instead, the Jags came back to win. He lost $1.4 million. Has this person been quoted? Like, has he been identified? I didn't see that. Somebody reached out to the Vegas sports book that he used, and they verified that he did. DraftKings verified that. DraftKings. He did make that bet. Wow. No one should feel bad for that guy, right? Like, <laughs> well, if you're betting 1.4 million on something 11, like that, you're probably okay oh, after that. To win 11 grand too, even yeah. if it was like 200 grand, like, but 11 grand, nah. But nah. if he, d- yeah, that's tough. He most probably- of the time, although we've certainly seen exceptions in St. Louis radio, most of the time, people who have a substantial amount of capital know what to do with it, and they got there for a reason. 
and part of that is managing risk and expenses. You don't think I have no idea what the point of betting one and a half million dollars to win eleven thousand is. If that was really <laughs> the actual math, that is phenomenal. This will be the easiest eleven grand I've ever made. Well, in my life. And I don't. It, it was. It, do you know if it was made at twenty-seven to nothing? Yes, that's. It was. That's, it, was that's, it, it was made because at, yeah. at the half, I did bet the Jaguars to win the game. Now it was a twenty-five dollar bet, but it, they were plus a thousand. And I've seen first off the Chargers are a team that has a little bit of Mizzou in them, for lack of a better term. And uh, and once the Jaguars scored right before the half, I thought, man, this is I've seen this kind of crap happen, where a team like the Chargers can fold up shop. Got a rookie coach who likes to gamble, uh, or maybe he's in his second year. Is he in his second year? Still in his second year? Either way, point being, and again, I didn't think they were going to. I just saw it as a value for winning two hundred fifty bucks to put twenty five bucks on it. Why not? Uh, because the Jaguars had scored. Had the Jaguars not scored, I wouldn't have done it. Last night, watching the Buccaneers and Cowboys, I didn't see any chance there. And I would imagine I would have gotten the same plus 1,000, but it just wasn't there. And the weird thing is, is the Buccaneers were, you know, what, two yards away from scoring when Brady, I don't know what the hell he did on that interception. Yeah, that changed the game. did. You know, and that's the thing. So when if, if people are, I don't know what the number is on the Jackson. Can you look up the if there was a 49ers Cowboys number? I would imagine that would be up there because I don't think there's any substantial injuries. Um, Doug, what do you think the number would be? 49ers minus six against the Cowboys. Yeah, I'll say that. three and a half. See, I think people may overvalue the Cowboys now. Kind of they like, looked awfully good last night. Kind of like what happened with the Michigan TCU thing. Yeah. But the Cowboys, unlike the Bills thing, the Cowboys dominated. The Bills were only in a tight game because of TCU-like fluky crap. Uh, what do you got, Jackson? Uh, it's open now at uh, Niners minus four. Niners minus four. Yeah. Kind of nice. sad to see Brady play the way he did last night. I mean, he looked awful. Yeah. The team around him looked bad. But even when he had time to throw and guys were open, he still made a bunch of he lousy did. passes. He really did. And some bad decisions, not just bad passes, yeah. but thrown into the end zone when I can't remember if it was Otten or Brait were yeah. like double covered. And Evans ran the wrong route, and he was kind of in the same area too. The interception in the end zone was game changing. I don't know if he was trying to throw it away. I have no idea what that was. How do you not go out in the sunset if winning a, a Super Bowl? I just don't understand. Well, they the paid him another twenty or thirty million, probably. I don't think he's done either. Oh, he, yeah, that's a, he's not ending on that note, for sure. He no, he'll come back because he doesn't have to give Giselle anything out of this salary, so he gets to keep some himself. Oh, he could have played for another five years, I bet. Not that he's hurting for money, but he did Another five years? <laughs> I think he's going to play to his 50. After that performance last night, he, he didn't look like he could play another year. He looked done. He looked completely toast. Until teams tell him that they are not signing him, I imagine he is still going to play. I should probably take that back. I'm sure he didn't give Giselle half. She makes more money than he does, so I'm sure they. She just kinda, used to. I don't know if she I'm still sure does. Kind of oh, kept yeah. their own assets, but yeah, I had a nice little twenty-five dollar parlay in the uh, Cowboys and over. That kicker should be fired today. Yeah, that was the most bizarre thing I've seen in a while. He missed four straight extra points, four in a row. Five, if you count the game before. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe they let him kick the last one. I said, just go out and get two-point conversion. Well, they were up by so much. I think they're trying to get his mind right because it's it's a mental thing. Yeah, I, I, I felt badly for him. I did, too. Yeah, was, yeah. Well, That was painful go, to watch. Yeah, I was hoping they go for two. Can you still sign another player? I guess you can. Oh, absolutely. You still go out sure. and get a kicker? I would expect them to do that. I think the Jaguars just signed a backup quarterback, if I'm not mistaken. I think it was the Jaguars. I, the I the don't... Bengals have a situation with their offensive line going into Buffalo. Yeah. 
That's a what's the Bengals uh, Bills number? Doug, let's take a guess. I don't know. I would guess the Bills are minus. I'll put that one at four as well. Yeah, I don't. It opened at four. It's now moved to minus four and a half. Some places I'm at five. What's the over under in that? Like 56, I would guess. Uh, 50 and a half. Really? Yeah. Any betting a Bills total is something you wait on until the weather 11:50 or whatever time they're playing. But how is that right that players can be signed this late? I think when you make the playoffs, that should be the team you're riding with. Right? Is this the only sport Well, but what if you, you get a whole can... bunch of guys hurt? Right. Well, that's the... I mean... You'd have to take street-free agents. You and couldn't baseball, get guys off... it's the same thing. What if you have three pitchers, you know, tear their, you know, a ligament in their arm? Well, I mean, you got a, a minor league... You got, a, you got a minor league system in baseball. But you can't... In the, but you can't... I'm talking when they're in the playoffs in baseball, that, that roster is set. Whatever players made that roster, that's it. You can't dip into, you know, anybody else. I think uh, you can uh, change it for the next series. I find that weak, man. You can just f- basically find sign, whoever you want on the free agent market during a playoff run. That's weak. I think you weak. can sign people off of other teams' practice squads, I think. I don't like that rule one bit. That kicker, I mean, I, he shouldn't be replaced by another kicker and going to make those kicks. That, they need to get that kicker right or play a position player to kick. <laughs> like That's that's the rule in almost every if, sport. If you're the Cowboys, I think you got to replace that kicker. So many of these games come down to well, a field goal. Oh, yeah. It's a really, that's a tough yeah. spot, man. You can't I'd have be curious, that guy with that they, mental were they, problem. They, they, they didn't kick any field goal field goals, did they? I don't Like think after so. he started, because I mean, it was the yips. It wasn't yeah. It wasn't a case of he can't kick an extra yeah. point. So yeah. it was a mental thing. The first two he pushed, then he overcorrected, pulled the third one, then he pushed off the upright, the fourth one, and then he hit the fifth one. But yeah, as Jackson said, he missed one against Washington yeah. the previous week, so... Because that's going to be a, a thing. Every time they score a touchdown, you're going to go, oh, my God, can this guy make it? And, Jerry, you know, they kick those in high school. You can't have an NFL kicker miss an extra point. Jerry Jones says they're not looking for anybody. That's what he said. That's what he says now. Well, we have audio, but take a listen. It's pretty funny. All right, hit the lever, Plowsy. Okay, hit the lever, Plowsy. Will you look at some kickers no. this week? No. We won't. We just, uh, uh, he's, uh, he's done enough good ones. That was it. There you go. Not enough good ones. <laughs> <laughs> he's done enough good ones. Is there, well, is there another owner? I know he's GM too. Is there, there's another owner in the NFL that does press conferences after every game? <laughs> Frankie does, doesn't he? Doug? You would no, talk with him one on one. Frank, how are you today? He loves the spotlight, Jerry Jones. He does. Loves man. it. He, he does. Hell, I, I. You'd have to look at another kicker. You'd have to. How about the NFC East? Three of the showing four. out. Three of the four. Big time. I mean, the NFC South was a bit of the NL Central this year. Yeah. And uh, boy, I liked I liked the Buccaneers and the Chargers as value plays. So that, that wrapped that up for me. Um, but I, I I don't know. I mean, it, again, just looking at talent, I, I think the 49ers are perhaps underappreciated for just how good they are. And I would imagine because they've got it, they've got it everywhere. They've got it defensively. Haven't they won like 11 in a row? Yeah, I just I feel like I, I had. You know, I, I just to me they strike me as an obvious favorite. Now, of course, weird things can happen. I mean, the Bills legitimately were in a spot where they almost lost that game. Sweaty. And it, now, if you watched the game, you understand how it wound up happening. The Dolphins were not moving the ball, but at least not consistently throughout the game. It was, you know, pick, I don't know, pick six. It was a fumble and ran that in for the end zone. Yeah. And whatever the case might be. But either way. I think people may undervalue the Bills and 
think that because of that Dolphins game, again, I just look, try to look for trends. I think I made the mistake of undervaluing the Cowboys based on them losing the Commanders the week before. And, you know, I don't know what, what the hell happened there, but the, the Buccaneers just had nothing last night. And to Dallas's credit, they just outplayed. That was a domination. That was a domination. Mm. Now they're going up against, from my standpoint, the best team in the NFC. I think people look at the Eagles. I just wonder about Hurts and his health. I mean, an Eagles 49ers NFC Championship game would be phenomenal, but I don't know if you really can go wrong with any of the matchups. You got you got uh, some star power in all of them. Daniel Jones is emerging here. Yeah, he had a good game. He's yeah, been he's game. been really good as of late. And then, uh, I mean, as long as you have the Bills, Bengals, and Chiefs in the AFC, and now the Jaguars have a little uh, cachet to them with the comeback and Trevor Lawrence going to Waffle House, you got eight great teams. I mean, with Tampa Bay, I mean, it's, it's it's pretty simple how you beat them. You just drop back seven. They can't run the ball. I mean, when Brady throw the ball seventy times, you know, sixty-six last night? times. They didn't even try to <laughs> oh, run Jesus. the ball. That's like it was pathetic. Well, their game plan. I mean, you got to do something. You can't just pass seventy times yeah. a game and expect to win. And they fell behind, so they had to try to catch up quickly. I watched that Bills Dolphins game. Was Great, but man, Tony Romo's rough. I'm just gonna throw it out there. Why don't you it's like him? Rough. Why? He had a terrible. Oh my god, it's just it's bad. It was very bad, but it, it didn't overshadow. That game was amazing. Loved the Giants game because I hate the Vikings. That was so. So it's a good slate of football. Honestly, the matchups are good. I I realized that tail end of the Bucks Cowboys game was not close. But other than that, that was fun. Fun little weekend of football. Mm-hmm. I don't really watch the NFL that much, so I'm kind of thoroughly impressed how entertained I was. Who are you? Yeah. I sat around yesterday and watched Michigan State play Purdue in college hoops. I watched that, that was a great game. I watched Illinois-Minnesota yeah. last night. Have you seen this guy in Purdue who's 7'4"? Yeah, Eddie. Yeah, Matt, Eddie. he gets every call in the country, absolutely. He, he never he gets looks called a... for a hook and hold, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I know the guy. He looks mm. a little... You're not wrong, Pazzi. He's an absolute like Yao Ming. Kind of looks like a fraud. He was a dominant player in that game. They He's couldn't sick. stop him. They had nothing to stop him. He's I. Uh, Illinois just beat Michigan State. All right, Pazzi? Yep. Yep. Can't wait till Eddie throws everybody down and then... Cries when he tears a finger. Sounds like he did something to your Illini. No, he just gets every single call. You should see one of the calls. He's literally hook and holding and throwing a Michigan State player down. I did see that. They called the foul. He got away with that. He gets the most calls I've ever seen. Let's wrap up the Munganass St. Louis Acura Alton Toyota 7 o'clock hour. This is the Ryan Kelly morning after from the Michelob Ultra Studios.